I guess I'll just call it Max White Presents. Max White, everyone. Okay. Now we're now okay. we're live. We're gonna go live. Uh, oh gosh. Okay. What? <laughs> That's how you're gonna start. I Welcome. don't know how to. It's your podcast. Oh gosh. Uh, this is most of my episodes have been with friends have just been laughing, uh, out of control. Um, uh, welcome to the Max White Presents. I got a very special guest all the way from Gothenburg, Sweden. Uh, my very good friend, Evelyn Mock. How's it going, Mock? What's up? Yay. Uh, it's good, Maxwell. How are you? I'm so well. Thank you for doing this today. Um, you just <laughs> took me through what you and, uh, your co-host for your podcast do and, uh, mm-hmm. have like the blush going on. Cause I didn't know you're supposed to clap twice. <laughs> At that song, and is that an American song for real? I think so. It we don't. So the thing is, like, when you record remotely, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands is a great way to sync up audio and video with okay. people remotely. And so we just did that, you and I, and you didn't know. You just clapped once, and you're I supposed to do a double clap. <laughs> I was. I like, think I. I might have even had like that white guy dancing lip. Like, <laughs> I was feeling it. I was like, wait, what? I was like, well, biting your lip and clapping once. Off like four beats, but then turns out I was only clapping once. <laughs> I bad. I haven't seen you since you were here and you stayed here in December. Yeah, I ago, know. Dude. Remember, when it was you so much fun. My, you stayed at my place and then you defouled mm-hmm. it by doing improv. <laughs> I did, yeah, and I bought a UCB. I bought so much UCB merch, oh. and I. <laughs> I hope I left something at your at your place from UCB. I have a video. I'll put it on here somewhere. When I walked in and I just looked over and I just saw like a UCB book and I was like, no, <laughs> they invaded my house. But you think that UCB merch will be worth money now that they're going under? Oh, no, that's right. Because there's a pandemic and yeah. nobody's going to watch improv now. <gasps> Improv's been so hard hit. Oh, dear, because they have to be more than, like, six people on stage. Oh, man. They're, like, improv might be the super spreaders. They might be the original. When you were here, did you do improv classes, or what did you do? No, I just want to watch the shows. Some people come I didn't tell you? Yeah, no, some people come and stay in New York, and then they'll, like, have a secret drug problem. But you came here, (laughs) and you hid your improv. (laughs) You fucking hid it from your buddy, Max. I went... I went, I kid you not, I think I went to like, I was there for two weeks. I think I went to like five or six shows. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then I even did like a spot at uh, UCB. Is it Frank? No, that's an LA. No, that's, that's LA. Yeah, you know, you did it at the Chelsea at the new one that was open for like a week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You get fresh, right? Uh, yes, yes, that's yes. Uh, no, it was uh, if you build it, if you build it. Okay, all right, that's a cool one. That's so weird yeah. because uh, um, for those that don't know, Upright Citizens Brigade, they closed the UCB East. I actually used to run the open mic there with my friend Paul and Brandon. Oh, and um, it was a weird one. It was a cool open mic because they had like really good sound and like it was really fun mm-hmm. for people to get on proper stage. Uh, but when they closed, they went out like with an email that went out on their Instagram and like no one knew it just was like gone. But in retrospect, so- if they would have held out <laughs> for like six months, they could have just blamed it on COVID like everybody else. Exactly. Yeah. Just like shut down the first week and then like just dragged it out for how many months are we in this now? Like a year? I think it's a year. And then now. be like, oh, sorry, we can't when open get- up again because we Wait, went under. When you were here, it was improv and it was Christmas time. So it was extra sad. 
It was. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Max. Like I was considering going to like an improv show on New Year's Eve. <laughs> oh, instead we went to that. If you had. <laughs> If you hadn't suggested us going out to a bar and then like you took us like places on New Year's Eve. So that was good. You saved me from like an improv New Year's Eve. Not on my so. watch, Moxie. I'm not letting you go to an improv <laughs> show on New Year's Eve. But then Daniel got us into that. Or he he was very adamant about us going to that awful New Year's party. Do you remember that? Oh, comedian? that's right. That sucks so bad. Yeah. That was really bad. It was it was so weird because people were doing, it was a show. And so, and then people just hung out afterwards yeah. and like celebrated New Year's. But like the show was awful because everybody hated it. Like everybody hated it. It was like romantic and, couples in the front and they were like eating dinner. Yeah. And like that one dude from LA is talking about how like he wants to fuck the girl or something like insane. And then they're like, Daniel, oh go to gosh. a spot. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> Wait, you cut out there. One booked, was he? He oh, wasn't dude. even booked. No, it was funny they... because he just like, oh, sorry. Are you good? Oh, they they got. Yeah, he wasn't it. even booked. No. Yeah. He just yeah. Showed up. The <laughs> and the thing is, like, he just like he. Oh, sorry. No, keep going. Oh. Um, <laughs> you're gonna have to edit this so hard. <laughs> yeah, we'll be fine. But like, he um he did like. He had like three great shows or something at the cellar yeah. and was riding high off of that. And then yeah. we come to this like really awful <laughs> like yeah. New Year's Eve. I think the stand up was free or something or included in the I meal ticket. I think it was ambushed. I- <laughs> it was ambushed on everybody. Yeah. Nobody was enjoying it. And then they get Daniel to like just do a spot and he he bombed. Like he really bombed as expected. It was so um, funny. And, like every comic was, was doing so crowd sad. work. Every single person yeah. doing crowd yeah. work. And, but no one was listening to each other. So they were all just like, so what are you guys doing? They're like, we told the last three people this. Yeah. And they probably exactly. paid like $200 for dinner and then they just got ambushed comedy right up in their ear. Yeah, it was. I mean, what? Yeah, and what? the fact that nobody read the room, like, because <laughs> they were they were very clearly not up for talking to anybody. They didn't want comedy. They didn't want to do cre- like. Yeah. It was very funny. They they were like a COVID crowd back then, and it was before COVID even hit here. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like spaced out twenty feet, and just like, oh god, that's so weird. Wait, you've been in New York before that trip, though, right? You've been here before. Yeah, I've been in, uh, I think I've been there three times now, including uh, the time I visited you. Um, like the first time was, <laughs> the first time was for half a day because I went to Toronto and then in Toronto, Chinatown, you could do like bus tours to to basically New York's Chinatown. Oh, so cool. just a bunch of Chinese people, <laughs> a bunch yes. of Chinese people get on a bus and they just drive you down to New York and they stop at every outlet mall on the way, yeah. of course, on the way there. Yeah. And then um, to I think we stayed at like the Doubletree in Jersey or something. And then they drove us into New York for half a day. And we did we did so much. We did like 30 Rock. We did Empire State Building. Um, I think we did Central Park. And then we even took like a boat tour out to uh, the Liberty the Statue of Liberty. And so when you say we, do you mean yes. we, the Chinese people, or you and your friends that were happened to be on the bus? Oh, it wasn't even my friends. I went with my family, Max. Because we have Chinatown buses here. It's the same one, but it's like $20. You can go to Boston oh. or Raleigh-Durham. 
Like I took it once oh. from Baltimore to here and we stopped at a gas station and I went in to get like a Coke. And uh, I just was like, I should not, I should bring my bag with me. Not that they're going to steal it, but I just don't, like the driver was smoking cigs and he seemed like half cocked. And I was like, I think they're going to leave me. I better be careful. So like true to my like style, like I just, if you generally, if you keep eyes on the driver, you're not going to get left behind. But I seriously, yeah. I turned my back for five seconds and the bus was pulling out of the parking lot and I ran full tilt, like across the road and like uh-huh. blocked it like hey and he opened the door and he's like what are you doing and i was like i'm on the bus and he's like oh yeah come on. <laughs> and i was like it was in like dover delaware i was so scared i was like i'm going to get left on this i remember i had an original ipod so it was like in my pocket it was like clanking around it was original very, ipod very tried it had like the little game of snake on it yeah that's so funny i mean was it a chinese driver oh absolutely yeah i was the only white person on the entire yeah. bus Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. He had no yep. like that's he why had, he had no uh like zero fucks. He was like, Yeah, you caught me. Okay, good. Let's go. <laughs> and I just I just held on to my bag the whole time and just was like, I'm not getting off again until we get to New York. And it's not even that long of a drive. That's so wait, so you, funny. You did that trip with your family? Is I've never mm-hmm. been to New York with my family before. Is it weird? I mean, it's not fun. <laughs> It's not like, because it's like when you go to New York, well, I was a teenager, so I wouldn't have been able to do a lot of stuff. But when you go to New York, you kind of want to experience New York the way we did it, which was uh, like ending improv. up at a random, <laughs> which is improv, just <laughs> yes, anding everything, uh, then getting sold into prostitution because <laughs> yes, anded the wrong person. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. it's basically... Uh, when you travel with family, always when you travel, especially because my parents are Chinese, it's always just like you just go and eat food. That's all you do. And you just hang out with relatives. So, so you don't like really you, experience. We, we swap it out. Like when I'm with you, though, that's all we do. And like Sunil, <laughs> we hang out. We're like family. We go eat really good food. That sounds awesome. But you can't you can't well, dive in the nightlife is what you're saying. You can't get out there and do some dancing. Yeah, exactly. You can't get up there and meet people. Um, and you can I mean, we do do that. But then we also kind of experience the city, don't we? We we just walk around and stuff. Usually with my parents, it's like, oh, that's a Chinese restaurant. Let's go in there. That's uh, like when they visited me in London, because I live in London usually. Um, we went to Chinatown every day for a week. Wow. I'm not kidding you. And I'm like, I, I don't feel comfortable being the stereotype, but it's their trip. So... It's, I have to accommodate. I just found out. Did you ever go to Flushing, Chinatown here? Oh, you went with your cousin, didn't you? I did. That's I the did, largest yeah. Chinatown in America. Is it really? I just found that out like last night. I wasn't doing research or anything. It was just on the show. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> like, this is, it was that YouTube channel where the white kid speaks Mandarin. Have you seen that? Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah where uh, he keeps... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He keeps hearing people talk shit about him in Mandarin, and then he yeah. breaks out the Mandarin, yeah. and uh, all the Chinese people are really shocked. Yeah, and it's not embarrassed, but really shocked. Yeah, they're like, "Well, it's about time you speak it." Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and like he's really clickbaity, which I mean, it's YouTube. I get it, but like it's interesting. Mm. the The titles make people seem a lot more racist than they actually are. They're not, you know. It's like uh, it's not like uh, the people aren't like, "Oh my god, you speak Mandarin." They're like, "Oh, that's cool. What do you want? Do you want?" Yeah. <laughs> Two of these or three? <laughs> like, it's very odd. I mean, uh, uh, I don't know. He's hitting know. that like uh, he's hitting that reverse racism crowd. Oh, totally. Yeah, it would be funny if he just yeah. goes straight from there to a MAGA rally. He's an insurrectionist. 
tough on China. Oh Wait, your dad is Hong uh, Hong Kongese. Your yes. mother is Chinese Indian. Yes, she's so basically she's from a central. She, she's actually from where COVID's from. <laughs> Wait, where COVID was first discovered. Uh, <laughs> she's from uh, the province that Wuhan is in. Yeah. Um, but her town is called like Tianmen. And um, she during the 20s, her grandparents uh, migrated from there to India to, to like India. make money. <laughs> yeah. To make money. And then wait, wait. Yeah. So what year was that was post purge? That was post Mao or during? That was no, that was pre Mao. That was pre Mao. Oh, so, so that, left like for, in the 20s. Oh, in the 20s. OK, like economic reasons. Mm-hmm. Wait. So yeah, 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 yeah. Then why? Why? Oh, why? Because you were born in Sweden. I met you in London. Mm-hmm. And you have mm-hmm. an American accent. Mm-hmm. What happened? What they do to I... you? <laughs> because I'm such a cool person. No, I. Uh, well, my accent. I stole it off TV because basically a latchkey kid. So I just watched a yeah. bunch of TV, and then my parents came to Sweden because I guess I mean things weren't great in Hong Kong or India at that time. Yeah. Um, and they weren't, my dad didn't really, he dropped out of school. So he, um, he didn't have an education and then he went and he studied, uh, to be a cook. Uh, and so he worked in like one of those chi- Hong Kong barbecue shops where you learn how to make like crispy belly pork and roast duck and stuff. And, uh, then he had an uncle who was a sailor and that uncle, um, just loved Sweden when he came here. So he just, kind of stuck uh, he just uh stopped in sweden moved here and then he opened like the first japanese restaurant in sweden uh even though he's chinese and so he kept just like getting people over from like people he knew and stuff just giving them work visas and that's how my dad came to sweden and then uh my mom came to sweden because uh she was a family friend of theirs asked if she wanted to go to sweden to work basically. And she was like, yeah, sure. But the intent was that she was going to get arranged married to their son. Um, <laughs> and that's your dad? <laughs> no, that's not my dad. No, oh, no, no. That's one. some other okay. guy. Yeah. They did get married. They did get divorced. And I'll tell you the story. We So recently, my uncle turned 60. Okay. And so I'd, I never knew that my mom was married before until like I was, I think, maybe 12 or something. And, uh, and then, you know, we don't talk about it. And then like my uncle turned 60, like in, uh, August. And so we go to this restaurant and we're having dinner and eating and there's this like waiter just serving us. And then my dad just leans over and he's like, you know, your mom was married before. Right. I was like, yeah, he was, like, he's like, that's the dude. And I'm like, what? The waiter? <laughs> yes. So like I'm just like eating and I'm like and then I just see my mom's ex-husband and he's just serving like my mom and her current family and like and, like her extended family and I'm like this is so awkward. Dude, in New like, York what's going on? We would call that getting sunned. Did they do that on purpose to like getting to, sunned? Getting sunned. Like you got sunned like uh like like embarrassed or like blown up. <laughs> Did they do that on purpose to fucking to make fun of the guy? 
I don't know. I mean, maybe because my so... uncle, my uncle knew who he was. Like yeah. my uncle, like knew. And so, like when he he seemed pretty friendly with him. So I don't know if my uncle's been like friendly with him all of these years. But my mom was just like really, like she didn't even look at him. Like she didn't even like. And I'm like, surely. I think she was embarrassed, but surely you're the one winning here, right? Like he oh is surely the one getting sun because you're sitting here with your entire family and he's serving you. Holy so like he's shit. still a server as well. So your family so goes just, hard. I know. Wait, can I ask? Do you know how much they tipped? Oh, I what don't they know. Double sun. They put like a hundred dollars down or something. That is fucking. <laughs> I'm 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 blown away. <laughs> Wait, what kind of restaurant was it? I'm really, it was a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, yeah. like a high a end one restaurant. or a it low was, end one. I like, mean, I would say a middle Garden. one. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's better than PF Chang's, Whoa. but it's like it's not. It wasn't like the most fantastic restaurant I've been to, but like. Um, it had like fancy dishes and uh, nice music. <laughs> Damn. There were white people there. There, there were, were white okay. people there. That's an indicator. So, yeah, that's an indicator. Oh, that's this an place indicator. Is nice. It has a nice Yelp review. Damn, your mom is a gangster. You uh, just sat there and took it. But who do you think arranged it? The uncle, your dad, the uncle. <laughs> uncle, dad, mom didn't. Mom didn't know. Mom, mom must have been. Mom didn't. Was mom like pissed? she was so uh, she I I think she knew that we were going to that restaurant, but she was like, because my uncle arranged it. My uncle arranged it, hey. and I was like, I was just sitting there. I was like, why would he? I mean, his sister, because it didn't end well. Like it didn't end well. Um, so I was like, why would he do that to his sister? Whoa. Like, or is he trying to? Is he trying to? Either he's trying to fuck with my mom, or he's trying to fuck with the guy who. Her ex-husband, basically. So I'm not sure. But that guy probably owed him like 20 bucks thinking. and he wanted to fuck with him. That's so gangster. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm beside myself with that story. Think of how bad that, guy, that, that waiter's day was. I know. I know. I know. Just like. And also, you know, like, because I'm her daughter, I'm like, how am I looking? Am I looking presentable? Am I looking successful? Because, you know, I want to help I mean, my mom out here. Wait, you want to look hot for your mom's old husband? <laughs> I want to look hot and successful and uh, like a, a catch because <laughs> I'm her daughter. Just and it's like, a, you could have been my father. Just <laughs> throw a spoon on the ground. Yes, exactly. Damn. Excuse me. Could I get some more water? That that, um, haunt, that that haunts that guy to this day. He like, that's some shitty movie plot. Like basically he walks in with a whole really old family. Is. So then how did your, so your mom came out of an arranged marriage and then how did your parents meet? So they met, um, they worked at the same restaurant. So my dad worked for his uncle at this Japanese restaurant as like a chef. Yeah. So basically he would do the like, you know, as a Benihana where they do the thing at the tepan, yeah. like, you know, that. Yeah, they, so he they, would do they that. Throw the shrimp in your mouth. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 My dad has some like mad kind of skills when it comes to the tepan. Um, and my mom was a waitress there. And uh, I think my like grandmother, my mom's mom was like a dishwasher there and stuff. So okay. it was like her family, because as soon as my mom got here, she as soon as she got divorced, she just basically brought over her family. And so um, her family a lot of people from her family worked at my dad's uncle's restaurant and then my dad worked there as well. And so 
I think they honestly, like my mom was really attractive when she was young. My dad was pretty good looking too, but my dad dated a lot of Swedish women. Okay. And so my mom was like, she wrote him off as like a player because <laughs> he dated so many Swedish women. Um, and then, but then I think they hit like an age where marriage and stuff. And so my dad always liked my mom. And so he was like, all right, do you want to start dating and then get married and then have kids? And then, you know, basically. 20 years later, just go to the restaurant where we see your ex <laughs> exactly. and son him. What age were they at when they got married? I'm I'm afraid that that story you just told is the age I'm probably rapidly approaching. Oh yeah, definitely. You're probably a past it. <laughs> you're probably you're 38. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, I'm 33. Dude, how old were they when this happened? Um, they were. I think they had me when my mom was 32. Okay. My, dude, my, my so mom, my dad was like 30. No, no. My dad was 32. My mom was 35. Oh, I'm past it. I'm just that creepy bus. Like I'm just the bus boy in the back that like never settled down. <laughs> Stop there. Do you want, do do you want, want to settle down? down? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I have no, <gasps> a, it's a hard question. I think it, it could be cool, but then it, I don't know. That's like, I'm getting red. I have no idea. Do you want to settle down? <laughs> Are we making a business arrangement? <laughs> Wait. Oh my God! Could we? Dude. No, you know what? If we if we're Horrible single place. at like forty, yeah. Uh, Wait, let's Evelyn, kill that's each next other. November. No, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so let me get this straight. Next the, November. The next time, <laughs> it's two Novembers actually. The next time I'm in London, we'll just let's go adopt some kids. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Well, I'll do that with you, Maxwell. I think you'd be a babies. great father. Wait, do you want to have kids and settle down? Too busy. So I've actually been thinking about it a lot. And I honestly, I think you're probably, I don't think it's your, your style to settle down. Probably you're too much of a, like a free, free spirit. You call oh, me and did I offend you? You call me. <laughs> no, I'm calling you. I feel like you're like John Mayer. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> That's the nicest comment I've ever received. I don't even, I don't know much about it, but. Wait, did he get canceled? That works for me. I don't even hear. I think he sort of got canceled before canceling was a mm. thing. So he's Ooh. he's like escaped yeah, he, it. That's good. He just got, he just made it. You get out there early. You get it out early. So the, no point in trying to like prevent the bomb from going off. You just let it go early. <laughs> exactly. What, wait, how, so do exactly. you want to have like a lot of kids or just one kid? Or are you going to have a showbiz kid? <laughs> Show, oh my God. If I could be a dance mom, I would love that. Like, just have my kid do all the work. Like if I could raise Selena Gomez, I would be so proud. Um, <laughs> I would, I've actually been thinking about it because I'm like, um, I, I really like kids, yeah. but then I was sort of like, I was like, I don't think I'm going to meet someone. I, I basically, I resigned myself to being single for the rest of my life. Aww. So I was like, I, I need to start getting comfortable with the fact that I'm probably not going to have kids, but I've been doing a lot of therapy <laughs> and uh, just kind of work through my issues and stuff. But I think, honestly, I probably, I do want kids, but I would, I don't know if I would get them alone if I didn't meet anyone. Cause I think I've realized that what I find really attractive about a man, probably most attractive <laughs> right now is that if I feel like he could make a good father, like yeah. I find that super attractive. It's, Dude, I, I guess it's not weird because I'm. No, that's your biological clock just yelling. I at know. You. <laughs> I know. 
right? I know. Also proves another theory I have that this is what happens when there's no Edinburgh Fringe Festival for you guys over there. (laughs) You like we just want to have babies. You're like I just want to have babies. But then, have, like, come on, Moxie, keep your head up. There, there's another fringe come around the corner. I just read an article. They're going to do it in fields this August. You could totally get pregnant there. <laughs> That's true. I could do Edinburgh and have a baby. Yeah. Thank you, oh, Max. I feel like people do you. it all the time. <laughs> what would you name your kid? Do you know? Have you thought about it? That's when you know you're in deep water. If you, if you, oh my if god, you, of course. If you thought about, thought about that. Have, okay. You want to say it on here? Nobody steal my names, please. Um, (laughs) That's how I know I'm like, that's how I know I'm like a bad, not a bad person, but maybe just not an ideal suitor is that I have friends that don't tell like they have kids and they have a new kid. They don't ever tell the names because they don't have stolen, but they just tell me (laughs) like, you're not going to have any. (laughs) And I love kids, but I'm just saying like, they're like, yeah, you're not going to, what are you going to use it for? (laughs) Well, that's so funny because, you know, like. I've listened to Oprah and she talked to <laughs> she talked to Elizabeth Gilbert, who's like the E Pray Love lady. Okay. And um basically she she was being very reductive about this, but I, mm. I think she has a point where she's like, I believe there are three types of women in the world, like women who are sure they're gonna be mother mothers and they really wanna be mothers and they should. And then there are women who like kids but don't want to be. They're like the aunties. And so that's fine. And then there are women who absolutely should not go near a child, like at all. Um, and she's like, as a person, you need to figure out which type of woman you are because if you end up in the wrong camp, that'll lead to heartbreak, blah, 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 blah. So I feel like that's the same for men, probably. You're the uncle, maybe. I'm a great uncle. <laughs> Bill Burr had a joke about it, not to know a comics joke, but he said he's like, the being the uncle is like uh, being friends with a guy with a boat. <laughs> You just show up with a case of beer and then you're the hero, you know, and then you leave, you're done. Like it's way better when he says it, obviously. But That's wait, so what funny. is Oprah? Number three then? She should should she not be allowed around around allowed around children? No, I think she's an auntie. She's probably she's like an auntie. I think she has a lot of kids around like she has people with kids. Like those friends. South African school where they all got abused. <laughs> she's a great aunt. Do they really get abused? Fuck yeah. Didn't you read about that? She had the whole no. special on how awesome the school is, and the kids got Catholic churched. That's a verb. I just made it up. That's great. Are and you even you, Catholic? Oh, am I Catholic? Uh huh. No, I'm not. No. Not at all. Look at me. No way. I was raised. I I remember like I was. Uh, I guess I. I no, I guess I was baptized, but I think uh-huh. it was only to appease like my 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 dad's side maybe or something. My dad's parents. I'm not uh. sure. But then, like, I remember I never went to church in my entire life other than, like, weddings. And I, I did this, like, uh-huh. uh, I did a youth group called Awana. Do they have that there? No. It's like a, it's like a Hitler youth rally, basically. I don't know. It's, um, it's this group where it's, I mean, you do you do look the part. Know, like, let's be honest, Max. You do look the part. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Six foot two. Um, but they uh, basically, like, I would just go play with my normal friends. And then you'd get, like, a cool shirt to wear. But then one day they were like, I remember you would do the book work and you had to like recite like God, God stuff. See, that's how religious I am. God stuff. But like God stuff. That's funny. And I was like, I, yeah. can remember, I remember my lines. Like, that's no problem. I'm not out of the park. But then there's like a part in the chapter where like I had to go to church. Like they were like, <laughs> to keep coming here, you have to go to one church, like one one like Sunday. And I was uh-huh. like really into skateboarding at the time. And I was like, you telling me what to fucking do? Like, <laughs> 
I remember going home to my parents and like, we'll take you. Like, you know, this is a great exercise and your personal choice and personal freedom. And I just remember being little in my mind and being like, fuck these people. Like, now I can't hang <laughs> with my friends because I don't want to go to church. Like, that's ridiculous. So basically, so I did you to, just? I sunned them. Oh, yeah. You sunned up. them. But there was a lady named Dottie that ran out. I'll never forget her. She's like this old, you know, those like old people that have like, they're really cute and they're soft spoken. But then when you actually listen uh -huh. to what they're saying, they're fucking monsters. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the window dressing is so nice. But she told me that because uh, it was when Madonna had that gap put in her tooth. Oh, yeah. And this Dottie lady said that she was a prostitute. And that she'd be going. Madonna was help. a prostitute. Yeah, Madonna's a prostitute. I mean, which she's not wrong. <laughs> like she still, isn't wrong. No, I was like nine. <laughs> like, come on, like that. Is, like, you don't need to tell me that shit. Did you go to church when you're little? Do they have church in but, Sweden? Um, they have churches in Sweden, and people get like, is it a, what, confirmed? Is that what it's called? You yeah, know, Catholic when you church? do that thing. No, so it was like ping. Like, is it Episcopal? It's like Christian. Episcopalian, maybe? Episcopalian. 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 Yeah. Um, Sweden, so the thing is, like, Sweden is super secular, but the weird thing is, like, every um, every graduation in, in, like, elementary school, it's in a church for some reason, oh. and then you sing psalms. But, like, Sweden's super secular, and, like, like, people do belong to the Swedish church, but more out of, like, laziness, because I think you you just end up as soon as you're born, you are belonging to the church. So you have to actively tell them that you don't want to belong to it. And people oh. just don't do that. So um, my Swedish friends would always, they would uh, do the confirmation because by doing the confirmation, they would get gifts. Okay. And so that's why they did it. Basically. Oh, yeah, but nobody's like really okay. Christian. That's a, that's a good little scam, yeah. I guess. Wait, do you remember, yeah. like, when's, when's the last time you were in church? Oh my God. Uh, I don't know. Well, probably like visiting Barcelona or something. I walked into the church. Oh there. yeah, like Sagrada but, like, Familia. No, I'm talking about like religion yeah. church. Like religion church. Religion church. Um, Ooh, I honestly think probably school. Like when I was like 17 yeah. or something. Have yeah. you ever dated anyone that's religious? I don't think I could do that. Oh, it's so gnarly. I got caught once. You got caught with somebody who was religious. Yeah, I, I didn't see it come across. And like we were hanging out for a while. And then all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, we were just like talking with some other people. And we uh -huh. were just like, I think we were, we were definitely drinking. We're at a bar somewhere. And she's like, yeah. And I uh -huh. just accepted the fact that he is him is the controller of my life. And I was like, what the fuck did you just say? Like bartender, another round. Like what? <laughs> but Max, like that's such a... That's like, that's not even like, hey, I'm Christian, you know, I wear a cross. It's like, that's like a huge statement. That's like, that's like the, I am, I could be in a cult if, oh, yeah. <laughs> if I like could in, be in a cult. In my mind, I was like, oh, I guess the last time was the last time we're ever going to have sex. <laughs> like, I'm <laughs> out. I'm done. Like, is so crazy. And she spoke it like a, like a UCB or reading lines. Like she was just like, and he that's who is him funny. is our God commander. It was so weird. I, like That's they're so out there funny. and also in college i dated a jehovah's witness once and i went to meet your parents how's oh how was that dude do you know they believe that only one hundred forty-four thousand people are in heaven and that's it wow which begs why, why that specific uh-huh i don't know it's in their book it's like some book that michael jackson wrote or something <laughs> <laughs> he's jehovah's witness and from gary indiana but they 
Uh-huh. Yeah, and they were they were like so hell bent on it. And I was like, doesn't that mean it's filled? Like, but then apparently <laughs> you can die there, and it just sounds weird. I don't know. Have you dated anyone that's religion? Religious? Religion? Religious? Religious? Uh, I've not dated anyone who's religious. I think I've not even been friends with anyone who's religious. I've got some friends that I grew up with that I try oh, to God. smile and nod. It's so tough. But wouldn't it be it's nice really... sometimes? I said that on stage once, just like out of frustration of bombing or something. I was like, it'd be so nice to be religious because you could just stop thinking, you know? You like, could just, just stop thinking. Like you just give it up to the Almighty. You're like, I mean, oh. it's like, I think I, I don't mind people who are spiritual. I kind of enjoy that. Like people who believe in ghosts and stuff. I think that's really fun and exciting. It's cute. Because it's like, ooh, are they here? Are they not? Oh, who moved that chair? Um, but <laughs> like because it's like if you if you believe in like ghosts and stuff, you don't necessarily resign your whole like life compass yeah. to a ghost. Yeah. The but you do to God. Thinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's insane. But it must be so nice. It's almost like, it must be like being a Trump supporter. Like, dude, so the day Biden got elected or they called the election in New York, it was like Uh the National Day of Ignorance. Like, it was, dude, it was so, so much fun, Evelyn. Like, no one wore masks, hugging. I saw (laughs) friends of in eight months. I mean, it was, people had pots and pans they were banging, acting a fool. We had like our oh friends my had a gosh. fire down here in the park that's just right here, McGor- the one that you saw. It was insane. Oh, yeah. Like a fucking dance party. And it was so hypocritical and irresponsible, but it felt so yeah. good. Like <laughs> it was amazing. I know like the next week I got COVID tested like twice. And I was telling oh, the wow. girl in there, like the 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 nurse or the, the tester we were gonna call, and she's like, So have any contact? I'm like, Yes. It was amazing. <laughs> it was so bad. It was like unprotected sex in college. I was like, this is it was felt so good, like just to blow all that steam off. That's what it must be like yeah. religious. It has just like that must be, yeah. This yeah, euphoric yeah, yeah. feeling of like hugging people yeah. you kind of know, and you're just like, oh. <laughs> Were you in Sweden when they when they called their election? I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actively. I mean, that week I was just like just on CNN twenty four seven and just yeah. like watching. And like I I have a crush on John King now. Okay. He's the best. I like that. Wait, Sean King or John King? <laughs> oh, John King. <laughs> Sean. I mean, sure. Why not Sean Man. King? Hell yeah. Why not? And so, um, but it, yeah, it happened? was really exciting. It was so weird. Um, sorry, what it was happened? So weird. I just remember I was in in my room and I kept hearing, uh, like honking and, and like people yelling, and I was like, "Oh, what the fuck's uh-huh. this?" And I like leaned out of my window and they were like, um, uh, I was like, oh, it must be like a BLM protest. Like, cool. But it's like Saturday at like noon, you know, I was like, oh, it must be another protest coming uh-huh. through. And then uh, all of a sudden, fucking my phone just started blowing up and it was like, they called it. And I walked outside and my deli guy was smoking a blunt. <laughs> and he was, oh, you've eaten there, Aaron. He was like, man, he's like, it's going to be a good day today. And he had like all of his kids downstairs, like getting all the beer upstairs. Like it was so much fun. Oh no. Wait, did you freeze up a little bit? That's so funny. It's like, uh, yeah, freezed up a little, but I'm back. Um, I mean that the fact that um, it was such a, like, I think it was such a like 
breath of uh, like a release of breath, but also the fact that it's so funny that you guys are, it is basically, you're like, Oh, thank you. Biden's going to fix everything. And, you know, I mean, maybe, but <laughs> I, don't know, bro. I mean, he's going to be better. He's going to be better. Of course. Um, you're, you're out of the kind of like unpredictable narcissist, uh, tweet, uh, storm that's yeah. been going on for the past four years. But, yeah, um, I don't know if yeah. this metric is true, but they said the second they banned his Twitter within like a week of measuring this metric, they said that misinformation online was down 74%. I don't know how they measure that. Really? But just in my sphere and like I'm guilty because on my Facebook feed, I have like, you know, a lot of com a lot of comedians, a lot of people I meet doing shows, but then a lot mm -hmm. of people from where I'm from and there's in that group, there are racists in there. Mm. There are Trump supporters without a doubt. Mm. Um, a lot of like Trump will always be president stuff too. And it was weird to see how that like it just shut down. Like there just there was no more. Wow. You know, particularly post insurrection, like, like it was just. I was People like, wow, realize that, that it's yeah. It's like it's almost like if if you let a crazy person in your life and you just get used to that like two a.m. frantic phone call or knocking on your door or weird stuff uh -huh. and then they're just out of your uh -huh. life like they die. <laughs> they're gone. <laughs> they not died. There. Yeah. It was so. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Did they? Uh, oh, how? What was it like in Sweden when when they uh, when these uh, people uh, stormed our capital? Was there any like? I'm curious about that. I mean, I mean, for us or for me personally, I was like, this is great television. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had such a blast, and I I did like I did like one Instagram story about it, and I got people who were upset by me posting yeah. about it and I was like oh okay yeah it's sensitive but of course I mean I we we all like being not from America like yeah. what you guys have done for the past four years and then also now with the COVID and everything it's like it's just like I mean it's better than RuPaul's Drag Race it's like the drama is like it's amazing but then it's like you're like this is happening in real life yeah it's insane dude we're like it's crazy Kim, Kim Kardashian of countries <laughs> like, 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 there's a, like, there's like a gnarly sex tape from a few years ago, but then like we're like trying to be like a, a pillar of more of morality, but then you're like, yo, I can exactly. still see you take a load to the face with like one Google search, <laughs> but we're like, no, I don't, I don't even think about that. We're like the best. It was so weird, and then like, it, it it's so weird. Oh, Kim and Kanye are getting divorced. They are getting divorced. I mean, he's legit like just crazy right yeah or which is it hasn't he always been i just don't know why people fucking <laughs> care i love his music but dude that guy's i don't care if he talks ever again in public exactly he's, i mean if he keeps making good music that's fine yeah that's he's really mentally fine. ill can you imagine if salvador dolly had an instagram how quick that dude would get his flag pulled <laughs> dude used to walk his aardvark in paris like you know he would Wait, sell what? out State not stadiums, theaters to watch him paint, and he would just sit there for an hour and a half, and then make one stroke with a brush, and then close the curtains and collect all the money. Are you serious? Dead serious. Yeah, it's so amazing. I just photos of it. That's so funny. That's what Kanye is now. But dude, I that guy could <laughs> give. Kanye I could give now? a fuck less what that dude thinks about anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, he somebody told me, uh, Sunil actually, our mutual friend, said that he's basically manic depressive and totally. he's in a manic period mm -hmm. and he's just not taking meds. And yeah. I get that it must be so tough to go through life like that with a yeah. person like that. But honestly, Kim, don't pretend you married for love. <laughs> <laughs> like, you married for 
publicity and you you did you did a good job i mean obviously you don't care about his mental health or anything like she just that family just ruins men dude they just fucking pull his meds away when they need press and then they let him ramp yeah up. <laughs> he ramps up into a minute thing and then she'll put out a tweet like uh like oh i'm 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 uh i'm petitioning for child prison reform like <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, I get it. It works. It's just sad because at the end of the day, all that cloud chasing is like, you're still not making anything. Like, like yeah. all the, you yeah. know, art and everything like that. And you're like, at least Kanye is putting out a body of work. Like, Kim's body yeah. of work is her body. <laughs> like, it's her body. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are the, but there's a, it's an interesting point though. You see what that family could do, like, just from mm-hmm. an outsider perspective of how gnarly it must be. I feel like they have family meetings and like, okay, what did you do for the family this week? And then, like, yeah. that Bruce Jenner dude was like, oh, you've been pretty quiet lately, Bruce. What are you going to bring? And he's like, I got one for you. And boom, <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. Remember when that fucking asshole won Woman of the Year? Yeah, I yeah. I single After- moms where I'm from that are fucking the most <laughs> boss ladies on earth. And this fucking dude, lady now, wins Woman of the Year. That's just the, that's what I think of America and, like, how ignorant we are. <laughs> like, like, you've been a woman all your life you've identified as, but recently you've come out as one and we're going to give it to you. Woman of the year. <laughs> but didn't, didn't Caitlyn Jenner also just hit somebody with her car? Yeah. Like killed somebody. right before that. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. killed somebody. Yeah. So let's remove the, the, the brave stuff <laughs> of that. Let's just talk yeah. about woman of the year killed somebody. Like you can't. Yeah. Yeah. You can't find one other person. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's like, hasn't killed somebody and as you say has been a woman for their whole life yeah yeah it's very that's very funny max it's very america it's very ridiculous i never talk about Mm -hmm. topical stuff and i've been really intrigued by it mostly because i uh have a lot of free time now that we don't have shows and now i'm interested like this are this is like the zeitgeist like the state of the art is the these like kim and kanye articles and things like that Ooh, who's she gonna date next evelyn I, I hope she dates John Mayer. I know it's the second time I mentioned John Mayer, but I yeah. think John Mayer would be because he's really smart, and I honestly think he would be so good at manipulating the PR machine around Ooh. Kim Kardashian. I forgot you have a thing for John Mayer. Oh, I have such a thing for John. I Mayer. remember that. Yeah. Don't you? <laughs> were you in London when you're t- you're telling me about some like deep space blogs? Do you ever go on the deep web for like John Mayer? <laughs> so I went on the the thing. Oh gosh, like. I, I don't know if this is gossip or I, it probably is gossip, but good, the most good, deepest good. I ever went, like I, I found some kind of like celebrity gossip site that was like an anonymous person posting all of these kind of things about celebrities. And yeah. then they posted something about John Mayer. Like basically he just before, I think it was like during his like um, f- second, third album tours, he basically just whips out his dick in after parties for yeah. women yeah and then like i mean some woman will go for it and then go and fuck him but like jennifer love hewitt so he basically does like louis he basically did a louis <laughs> he took louis joke is that what you're trying to say yeah <laughs> damn does his dick have a sleeve tattoo that's interesting i wonder <laughs> wait you're the one that got me you're the one that got me into fucking watching his uh this is youtube channel wait no what was the video of like when he was he like wasn't invited to the Grammys and he's just playing. You show me this video. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, and, and he was just sitting in his basement, in his basement playing, right? 
And he's like, you know, I can oh, be yeah, yeah, yeah. invited, but instead I'm just going to get better and get back. I was like, that's a very human. I like that video. It's cute. <laughs> I like that one. But it is yeah, very cute. His, yeah. He pulled his dick out. Huh? That was his style. Huh. Yeah. He would just pull his dick out and at, at like his after concert things and they invited women back. So it's like, you know, I mean, he's a douchebag. Yeah. And he is, um, that's what I love about him because he is a douchebag, but yeah. he is so charming that, you know, people don't necessarily see it first. And then he will always write songs about the women he slept with. And he, obviously he got a big shitstorm when he was explicit about sleeping with Jessica Simpson, Simpson. I think. Yeah. yeah. And, and so going. that's why, yeah. No, keep going. Oh, that's why I enjoy his music personally, because when I look at just what his life is and I listen to his music, I'm like, this is perfect because you're telling me how you thought of the situation and I'm clearly seeing how you actually acted in this situation. Yeah. And it's like, you're the biggest fuck boy that's ever existed, John Mayer. And like, you get so much because you're such a talented dude. And he, I think he's a great hang. He's probably, yeah. he's such a funny dude and he's so talented, but like the biggest fuck boy. And it's just so enjoyable to watch. I, uh, I listened to an interview with him because he bought property in Montana and he's like, oh, that, he's, oh like, yeah. he's like, I go to Montana when my ego gets too big. And he's like, he's like, I don't, I don't always like catch it. But uh, when I first moved there, I was like, uh, for the first two years, they can, anyone that asks me to get a photo in this town in Montana or Wyoming, wherever his property is, he's like, if they uh -huh. ask me for a photo, I'll do a photo with them. That, that's like my gift to the, to the city, right? Like that's community. Like, yeah, totally. Like that's his thing. And, uh, I was like, that's a weird statement. But then he said, after two years was up, people were like, give me a photo. And then he's like, no. And he's, they're, they're like, fuck you. And he's like, okay, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> like so rad to be like, that's my gift is you can take a photo with me. That's so odd. Yeah, <laughs> dude. What, what if you're just like at a party and John the guy? Wait, because he's saying that your body's a wonderland about Jennifer Love Hewitt, right? That's what that song is about. Oh shit! Is it about her? Yeah. I can imagine that. Then what song was about Jessica yeah. Simpson? Gravity. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she is not oh, a catch. God, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Have you like? I, he did a song about Jennifer Aniston, which I think is. Um, he went through. Uh, he had Jennifer Aniston. Friends. Yeah, he dated Jennifer Aniston, he and he fucked boy James. her around too. Whoa! Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Jennifer, Jessica, Je Jennifer again. Jennifer Love. <laughs> he did. Jennifer Love. Jennifer Ann. Um, he also dated Katy Perry, and they did this horrible duet. Which they then promoted on Good Morning America or something. That sounds awesome. Um, called Who You Love or something. And they just sang about like you don't choose who you love. Um, and it was so cringe. Yeah, she seems like a fuckboy. I, I don't know much about her, but every every <laughs> every time I've seen her talk, I'm like, oh wow. She seems like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> real idiot. Like, like uh <laughs> No, you know what nice. she is? She's one of those women who, you know, sometimes pretty sometimes there are pretty women yeah who think they're funny but actually they're just loud <laughs> so that's yeah, katie perry just bludgeon you with fucking like cute things they think are cute yes I, yes I, I saw an interview with her once when she was dating travis barker and she said uh <laughs> he was an ass man until he met me and i was like oh 
Just a Why weird... would you say that? She must have great tips, but I was like, I get it. But that's like you're already famous, wealthy, successful, not not wealthy, rich, successful. <laughs> Do you need to say it? Like you, you got to like, that's got to be weird. And then, um, mm. okay. See, that's why, okay, I, I would normally shy away from gossip, but now I'm starting to really enjoy it. Is that because my mind's <laughs> melting? I love this shit. I think it's really good. Probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, and I'm a very good gossip as well. <laughs> I think my mind is melting. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's like. I think very, your mind is melting, yeah. Dude, Daniel and I fucking, we've been texting all morning about Tiger Woods' accident. Did you see that? Wait, what accident? Tiger Woods what? broke his legs. Well, now they're saying it's just one leg. Like, he rolled his car at 7 a.m. yesterday, and, and LA hit emergency surgery. Like, he's he's fucked. They got rods wow. through his leg. But do you really need your legs if you're playing golf? I think so. Am I being an idiot? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so bad at sports, because I was like, what was it? I told uh, somebody that uh, I used to play basketball, and they were like, are you good at it? And I'm like, well, you know, I almost scored a goal once, but then turns out it was our own goal. And so, um, yeah, I'm not that uh, – luckily, I missed. And then he was like um, – just the fact that you refer to a basket as a goal tells me how good you were at basketball. Yeah. How awkward was the date after that? <laughs> <laughs> Just comparing your athletic stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wait, I want to talk about this because you're writing your own sitcom right now. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And you well, did a live of. taping it's... with Jamali? Yeah. I didn't did know you not this. know? I didn't know. This is ages ago. Did he tell you this? No, I found it online, and I just had Jamali on. Oh, like you've got ago. you've gone deep. You got you scrolled very far down my Instagram listen, page. Listen, <laughs> I scrub mine. Dude, wait, 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 wait. Before we even get started, so I'm doing this uh, mm -hmm. uh, live IG thing for a women's shelter in LA tonight. Okay, and, uh, it's uh, just hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. They okay, asked me yeah, to do yeah, it. Yeah. It's a one-hour conversation. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't. I repeat. I do not know why. Right? <laughs> and I got tagged in all this stuff. And I was like, what is this? Uh -huh. I agreed to it. It's, a, it's at like 7 p.m. LA time. So it's like 10 o'clock here. Right? And I get the uh -huh. flyer. And they use the photo. I'm just going to do Like, I'll, I'll put it on the website too. But just to show you. This is the flyer, Evelyn. And then I'm going to show you the headshot they used. Oh shit, I can't do it. I'm just gonna show you this. The guy went through my Instagram because I did scroll, like I just went through and just got rid of a bunch of stuff. But this is the headshot they used. It's the photo of me when I was in the mountains <laughs> for, for 22 days camping in a tent. And I came back to Brooklyn and I went straight to my friend Crystalline's photo studio and got my photos taken. For this like outside I mean, magazine, or not sorry, for this like outdoor uh, thing that I'm working on. And now there's this, there's this. <laughs> There's this fucking flyer out there in the world. And I, I got tagged and I messaged the guy and I was like, yo, can you not use a photo that I look like I hung outside the shelter bothering people? I mean, Max, to be honest, that guy, that guy that you just showed me yeah. looks like he does look like he cares for like he he's the guy who would work at the shelter and be the like shoulder to cry on. But then after and then he gets into a relationship with like the women in the shelter. <laughs> Just one by one, and then, and then ends up emotionally abusing them. Yeah, and then gives them the clap. <laughs> and gives them the clap. Like, spot on. Dude. That's that's the guy. Wait, I want to, like, look at it. It says, 
uh, benefiting downtown oh women's center live on Instagram. And it's like, dude. And Why? I texted him and I was like, I was like, hey man, can you just use like a, I mean, I'm not shit, but like an official headshot. Is that, is that cool? <laughs> He's like, well, I didn't see any on there. And I was like, oh my God, dude. Like it looks like uh, that photo looks like I shouldn't be allowed within 500 feet of schools. I mean, like, it's, it's hilarious. So it's great. that's, that's tonight. I'm, I'm excited for the people are going to be like, when they tune <laughs> Why in, are you like, Hey, dude, he's like a friend of a friend. He seems like a nice guy. I didn't know that it was for, I just, he said it was for like a charity thing. And I was like, oh man, it must be slow news day for me like, to have me involved. But like, I was like, oh, whatever, I'll do it. Then I saw it and I was like, man, talk about cringeworthy. It's the Katy Perry's of photos on flyers. Like, it's so great. Yeah. Or no, it's the Orlando Blooms of <laughs> Ooh, the most boring, bland man ever. It's the or- Orlando Blooms. Um, <laughs> You were okay. So wait, what's the sitcom with Jamali that you guys did a live recording of? I want to know about this. So basically, it was a sitcom. I it's now. I hope it's out of my life now because. Um, so in 2016, I pitched a sitcom about like it was kind of about me, but not really. But about this girl who uh, basically needs to get laid, <laughs> and uh, so I wrote a bunch of characters for it. And she's like a PhD student. She focuses on her work and she doesn't have a private life. And so uh, it was about, it was also going to be about being Asian. So I I wrote like a character. Do you know Bobby Mayer? Uh, John Mayer's brother? Did you ever meet Bobby? No. Yes, exactly. John Mayer's brother. No, I don't know. Uh, Bobby Mayer is a Canadian comedian who is the best. Um, And I wrote him in as my adopted brother. So he's adopted into a Chinese family and then uh, wrote like a best friend character and a bunch of stuff. And then Jamali, I wrote as the boyfriend, potential boyfriend of the best friend character. Basically, he's just playing himself. And uh, we had like a live read through of the show just and then the production company invited like channels and stuff to come and watch it. And we had a really good um, reception for it. Like people were really enjoying it. And Honestly, Jamali and uh, Bobby were probably the stars of the show because they Jamali has like one scene and he when it's his turn, he comes in and everybody's just pissing their pants. Like he was so funny without even trying to be funny. Yeah. He was just being Jamali. And I was like, yeah, of course, like Jamali's Jamali. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that was the thing. And then <laughs> that happened in like 2017. And then it's just taken ages to develop it and now finally um because we've sent it into channel four which is a channel in the uk and just kind of had a back and forth with them and just sent it to different producers because people keep leaving but now um we sent it in before christmas got feedback rewrote it and then now sent it in again and it's being pitched for what they call a comedy for blap which is basically like a webisode that's what daniel Um, did the comedy blaps right exactly exactly yeah yeah, yeah. what is a blap that's the dumbest name i've ever heard in my life what is a blap it's 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 just like it's a british way of naming something stupid Uh, okay i get it just call it a web series just call it a webisode or whatever but they call it a a blap um what (laughs) now wait i just i i like the so the swedish show you sent me that you're the star of the television show (laughs) that you sent me the the uh english subtitle version wait you're freezing up right now you still there oh no 
Okay, you good? Sorry, you cut out, Max. Oh, no, you're good. Well, I'm yes. start, I'll start that part over. Yeah. What did <laughs> you, you say? Up. You cut out. So the Swedish television show that you sent me with the subtitles that you're a star of, mm-hmm. I, the, mm-hmm. the, I, I wrote it down here. The, the English translation is Course in Self-Annihilation. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Is, that, is that right? How do you say it in Swedish? Yeah, yeah. Kurs i självutplåning. Jesus. You want to try? <laughs> yes. First word, go. Kush. 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 I. I. Själv. Själv. Ut. Ut. Plåning. Plåning? That's worse than blap. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. But it's, a, it's well. an amazing show, Evelyn. I laugh so hard. Oh, I love that show you. so much that you're in it. And I don't want to paraphrase the plot. But is, is it still going to keep going or what? No, because uh, I was. Thank you so much for being so nice about it. Uh, you, I think it's like you and like ten other people in Sweden who loved it because our ratings weren't great. But the plot was so funny because it's like you're. Are you a university student in it? You're a university student, and you want more confidence, so you sign up for clown class. Clown class, yeah. Yes, exactly. I, I'm not a university student. I work as a uh, insurance claimer. Okay. So I work in like an insurance office and, um, uh, and so, yeah, but like it, basically she want I, I want to meet like-minded people or like just people who are kind of fun. And so she, and I've always had this like thing for clowning. Yeah. So I just signed up for like a clowning course. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fuck it. And then the, whoever the guy is that plays your like really selfish gay best friend. Oh yeah, Jonathan. Yeah, he's so funny Jonathan. in that. Like he's such an he's asshole. Really funny. Like really plays it well. Yeah. So and then the, the, they, just, they just took it off the air. Or can you still find it online anywhere? I think maybe you can still find it on like the Swedish Broadcasting Network's website. But I probably have a link somewhere. So if people if people want to see it, I don't know who would listen to this. Who know me? But uh, I can probably send it. Yeah. I love that show. All right, and then I'm gonna let you go here soon. But the last thing. Spider-Man. You're in Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm in Spider-Man for like a second. Yeah. What was it like? That it was it was fun because basically it's the scene that I'm in. We're supposed to be in New York. Okay. But where it was filmed in London. Um, and so, you know, Tom Holland plays Spider-Man and he's tiny. Yeah, he's like, little. He's, so little yeah and like so like the car pulls up like i'm i'm coming into set and the car pulls up and you know you just drive past a bunch of trailers and his trailer is the first one and like as as i'm driving by he's just outside his trailer doing like crunch ups like sit-ups and i'm like this feels really uh actory and like kind of like yeah hollywoody but like I was so impressed by him because he's so serious as an actor. And that's what they do. They have to do that, especially when he's doing Spider-Man, I guess, because he's in an action film. But they just like have to do they just have to take care of their bodies like that type of discipline that he has. So when I first moved to New York, I was my day job. I was helping my friends out on fashion sets like for high end like fashion stuff. So and we shot like a GQ issue. And Tom Holland, it was all the up and covers like Tom Holland, Timothy Chalamet, wow. everybody. So we, we were with them for like three days. And that that kid was so nice because they had to, they wanted mm. to cut his hair for a shot, but they were already filming Spider Man, uh, the second one or something oh. or another thing. 
But I remember him talking to his best friend, who I think is his manager, and he's like, "When are we shooting?" They're like July. He's like, "Fuck it, cut it." And they had like uh, another friend of mine as a hairstylist cut his hair on set, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, they're like cutting his hair!" Like he's just so on the fly, but he was really professional, like really nice. And, yeah, like, I had to like dump cold water on him, and it was cold out <laughs> like, for the shot yeah. for like GQ or something. Maybe it was like Vanity Fair, or whatever it was. Doesn't matter. But it was like. Weird, because you see the photos afterwards, and he's like looking all sultry. By the time he's like, "Give me a towel," <laughs> like, I was like the water dumper. I was like very, very, uh, very awesome. Wait, I, I just found this That's out the funny. other day about China. So, <laughs> why are you bringing that up, Max? No reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all about you, Evelyn. <laughs> what do you want to tell me about China, Max? <laughs> What do you want to tell me about China? <laughs> Go ahead. I hear it's an amazing civilization. <laughs> um, no, it was um, what I heard. So they filmed. Um, are they like the main money in London for like show business in, in the UK and in Europe now? Are they the main investors? Oh, like the new money? Because it's happening here in Hollywood. Not here. Not, I'm not in Hollywood. I'm in, <gasps> I'm in New York. But I just was oh, in really? LA and I met with some friends. Yeah. COVID conscious, but they work in the film <laughs> industry and they're saying that uh -huh. the new guard is Chinese money coming in. Now you just happen to be Chinese, but more specifically, you work in the Hollywood of Europe and UK. So have you had any experience <laughs> with that at all? I mean, and th if that's true, I don't understand why I'm not more successful than I am. Why aren't they just in. commissioning everything I'm throwing out? Um, I have not heard that, but I mean, that is amazing because if they're starting to influence, see, so this is what I feel because I've gotten into Asian, I've gotten into Korean culture a lot and Asian culture a lot um, over the past few years. Um, and I feel like Korean culture because of Netflix and like K-pop and stuff, it's really becoming mainstream. Totally. Like that is really infiltrating the mainstream, yeah. um, just entertainment and content and stuff. And I feel like uh, in a few years, it's uh, it's not going to be like a thing to be like, oh, I just watched this Korean show and it's really good. And like collaborations between America and Korea, because I think that's starting to happen. Yeah. And China, I know, is following suit. I mean, they've always made their own shows, but I think they're following suit uh, with Korea as in trying to create some kind of like Chinese wave that, um, you know, where um, their shows also get exported as much as Korean shows and enjoyed by, by people globally. Um, it feels like that's sort of happening with Chinese content. Um, but if they're the financiers and already financing things in the West, I don't know how that's going to, I mean, because there's Will already examples of like, China's no long no longer allowed to be the enemy in those major blockbusters. They've oh, act, they've re, they've, re, they've redrafted scripts. I don't have the note on me, but there's a it's a huge blockbuster just came out. But they they wrote it to be Chinese be the the Chinese be the enemy, and they rewrote it for North Korea. Mm -hmm. And it's been happening. And you can't mention like you're not allowed to say it. And like Transformers took place in China for no reason apparently. Really? I just started, I just started reading about this. Yeah, in terms of it's not even in the plot. It's just it wasn't even China actually. It was Detroit, but they built it to look like old oh. Hong Kong. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So okay. it just uh uh yeah. So I was curious because it's happening over here, 
And I wonder if it's happening uh-huh. in the UK and Europe yet. I don't think it is because, um, yeah, I don't think it is yet. When it's you get your yet. Chinese I mean, sitcom you, from all this new money, can I be the lovable idiot white guy in your show? Oh my God, yes. You can be, you can be, do you want to be my second adopted cousin? <laughs> that would be so fun. I don't know. Wait, you saw my acting range. We did that, that, that cigarette commercial oh, for Sunil, <laughs> which I never saw because it's geo banned in the US. What does it say? Does it say like oh, death to no. USA in it? Oh what? yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says um, America created tobacco, uh, and tobacco <laughs> is bad, so you can't watch this. Oh, um, I see it. I want to put in my reel. <laughs> put Sunil, your don't smoke. <laughs> I need to have Sunil on here. We just threw shit at him. It was so wow. That was very weird. Wait, then Phil did what? it too. Remember we threw? Didn't we we threw flour at him. What was it? We threw. No, we did. We threw a, fl- a fire we, we sprayed him. We sprayed him with a firing extinguisher, and it just went everywhere. And it was so stupid. Yeah. Um. And he just took it because he was Not getting well, paid. Though. He was pissed the rest of the day. He was so pissed. <laughs> he was so pissed. I can't. I just don't understand how Sunil did that because it's like against all of his, um, all of his like what he stands for, I feel like, as a person and how much crap he'll take. And I want to show you this thing that I made for Sunil today. Ooh, Sunil Patel, I'm going to have him on for sure. I miss him so much. You need to. He's. I I feel like he didn't respond to it appropriately. (laughs) Wait, wait, I know I can screenshot (laughs) Well, I'm going to cut that out and send it to him. That's so cute. Wait, uh, I'll send it to you. Move to your right so I can read the bottom of it. Move to your uh, right. Oh, there's no... Oh, to so my right. Okay, right Indian here. comedian. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. That's really good. I like it a lot. I miss Sunil. I miss all the- <laughs> When are you going to go back to the UK? Are you going to or are you going to stay in Sweden? <laughs> he did not uh, respond to it appropriately. <laughs> Sorry? When are you going to Are you going to go back to the UK or do you want to stay in what Sweden? What did you say? Can you hear me? Oh, I would like to go back to the UK as soon as it opens up. But I will say I just got an apartment in Sweden and I am loving it. <laughs> is that is that your own spot? Yeah, dude. Dude, I could give you a tour. Uh, maybe after I don't know. Should yeah, I do your tour now? Tour. <laughs> okay, I okay. Can see all the dead hookers in the corner. I know how dark you go. <laughs> Even worse, improv books. <laughs> Probably a big my UCD. improv books. Big Amy Poehler. Where is my improv book? <laughs> oh God. Do you know that I know Greg Poehler? No. I Wait, know Greg Poehler. Is that her older brother or younger brother? Does it matter? Younger brother. Is he improper? Younger brother. Is that the word? I don't think he I don't think he is, but he basically he got a show here in Sweden uh because he's Amy Poehler's brother. Mm, I'm on that ticket. That's cool. Yeah. So weird. He's nice though. He's super nice. He's uh, he's a nice guy. I was watching a document. No, no, it wasn't. I was watching a podcast. It's a documentary. But they were talking about like American <laughs> comics. <laughs> That's how fucked up my reality is right now. Um, <laughs> I was watch, I was watching a podcast and it was David Tell talking about uh, when comics used to go to Europe. That meant they're like they're done. It's oh, like the worst. Oh. But Tom Rhodes kind of reinvented it, and that was kind of the business oh, really? model that I I didn't know because I didn't know Tom Rhodes was when I first started gigging in Europe when I met all of you guys. But it was very weird to be like that. So much of my life working wise was touring in Europe and coming to see you guys and sleeping on your couch. <laughs> but. I don't know when it's going to reopen, especially America, because we're fucking idiots. <laughs> we deserve it. I, 
<laughs> but you guys are like vaccinating people at such a speed. Like, know, but like, are we? Because then, like, some people aren't getting their second <laughs> oh. shots, and like, Trump's probably going to win in twenty twenty four. Like, and he'll probably is he going to run? I think he is. Can you so? Oh, sorry. No, I just think he is. Sadly enough, I mean, I I would be. It wouldn't surprise me if he did. See how my eyes go to a faraway part when I think about it. I'm like, it wouldn't surprise me if he did. I mean, it's it it's weird because he was already president. Yeah. I how can he run again? You're allowed two terms, and this would be the first time. Generally, anybody would be uh, they'd have pride and dignity, and they'd be like, oh, you know, I lost, so I'm done now. That's the state of affairs. Uh-huh. But you know, it's uh-huh. also like it would. He said a lot of firsts, like wouldn't do the correspondence because he doesn't like being made fun of. Um, you know, didn't concede the election. Did, wasn't even there for like Biden when he like changed keys to the house. Actually, like mm-hmm. fucked him over mm-hmm. and sent home the butler staff early so Biden and his wife had to wait outside. <laughs> like he's a wow. real bitch. Like like next level. Um, yeah, I think that's what happens though, when wow. you have people that have never been punched in the face. <laughs> like Trump has never been in a fight. I guarantee it. Do you think he's not? No way. Well, no, yeah, possibly no not. Yeah. His dad was probably like, like, just tell him like how, what lawyer to call if he does get an altercation. That's true. That's Wait, true. I'm forgetting something. I mean, ooh, ooh, let's remember something. Mm. Rice to meet you, your guys' podcast <laughs> with the extremely racist name. Um, uh, not racist when we do it. <laughs> it's not meant to be said out a white mouth, Max. <laughs> Shut your goddamn white mouth. <laughs> You've done enough talking, white man. Let me speak. What about rice to meet you? <laughs> what would you like to know? <laughs> I just saw uh, uh, some of your press said that you're the Amy Schumer of Sweden, and that was a very Amy Schumer moment. <laughs> oh, was it? <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Funny. <laughs> funny you just sound like an old gay man that's, what gay like. that's true oh old gay man. that's actually my friend Probably my friend chris when he does an impression of me he he just he pretends to be a gay man yeah. he's like i'm evelyn mock oh my god that dress is amazing on you <laughs> apparently i sound like an old gay man yeah dude and just have old gay men friends yeah. <laughs> when when she has her opener, like uh not her opener comic, but like before her shows, I just someone was telling me that it's her brother's jazz band that plays for the crowd first. Yeah. How fucking yeah, yeah. mean is that? <laughs> like white people what? jazz? Like you pay two hundred dollars to see some lady talk about whatever and fucking comedy uh, and then you have her to vagina mostly. Two, yeah, her yeah. vagina. Two hours of mall jazz. <laughs> Like, can you imagine that? Just like, they probably say things like dig it or cat. Oh my God. I hate jazz. I honestly hate jazz. But yes, jazz. It's not that jazz. I want that to be the sound, but there's good jazz. So you and Nigel Loon, rice to meet you podcast it's, it's <laughs> awesome i really like it as an outsider who doesn't belong listening to it as you tell me every, <laughs> every episode yeah apparently i'm i'm super racist towards white people that's so <laughs> on rad the, on the show you know what we've legit we've, 
Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you. I want to claim racism back because yeah. there's a common misconception that people of color can't be racist, but I am here to prove you wrong. Um, no, I, uh, but we've legit got complaints, you know, from white people who listen to the show. Cause I think one time I just called, I called, I said, I said the white people are just basically like white transparent bags of meat. <laughs> Like, and I had so many people just write me and be like, that is horribly <laughs> offensive. How could you say that? And I was like, honestly, I was just thinking of this Bender quote that <laughs> that he does in Futurama where he says that people are just bags of meat. <laughs> like, I mean, that's how I look naked, though. You're not wrong. We're just bags yeah. of clear meat. <laughs> You guys are building like a huge, huge following mm. on that. I mean, up in mm. a huge part of that's how hard you work because even when you were here, you were like on the couch the whole time, like editing the podcast, uh, yeah. just making sure <laughs> yeah, you get yeah, in yeah. all those fucking uh, uh, bad things about white people. You're like, oh wait, say it one yeah, more time, exactly. But what are you guys seeing? Like, uh, it seems like you have like a lot of fan like interactions, and you guys have a Patreon too. So is that that's like your new job, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, we, it's grown immensely, like, and it grew during the pandemic, yeah. which is like, because I, and I think honestly, like, it's so crazy, but we've been incredibly lucky that we started it like a th- few months before COVID hit. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, this is, this is actually the only thing we can do now. And so let's focus on it. And it just grew and grew and grew because people are home. They didn't have anything else to do. And so we grew so much. Um, and now it's like, I feel like we've hit a wall where, because we can't do guests anymore. Yeah. And, uh, we used to have a guest on, uh, basically an Asian guest and talk about like their experiences and stuff. Um, but now it's just me and him and it's kind of devolving into like just our dating lives and like <laughs> my mental health and his, um, his like body, like he, he, he likes to go to the gym. <laughs> Are you <laughs> so serious? He's talks about his guy? abs and stuff. He's such well. He's not like a hardcore kind of gym guy, but he's like yeah. he talks about his abs a lot. Wow. Um, Bold. <laughs> so you don't know. Oh, you have to meet Nigel. No, I think I've you never love met him. Nigel. I, I, th- I want to say in passing, but I, I think Betts, Chris Betts, said that we had. And I don't remember meeting him. So not that he's unmemorable. Oh. I just don't think I met him. Um, it was another white guy. Mm. I don't know. Um, but he, mm. like, I like the when you guys are together though. It's like, uh, were you guys obviously friends before you started it or? Did you guys go to yeah. like a Chinese forum and you were like, listen, any other comedians <laughs> here want to start this? Like, I mean, we went, we did, we went to a Chinese forum, but it was, listen, any other Chinese person want to go out and eat with me? <laughs> yeah. I've been part of those groups. It's very fun. I'm a, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> when I first started in comedy, like, uh-huh. My name is Max Floyd. That's my real name. And like, I did exactly. I did, <laughs> you can't I did most, even hide. I did mostly black rooms like where I'm from. And they like, Dude, that's such a good stage name. Like you got to like, you should fuck with that. Like I was like, do I need to have a podcast called white to meet you? <laughs> like, it's no, it should be called white is right. Dude, white is right. That's when I worked in real estate. That was going to be my sign. I was like, would that be a little too edgy? Like uh, make the white decision. <laughs> so bad oh, you no. could only work in the south like the deep south i don't know now that there's racists up north probably people come like right on oh. brother like right on 
are you uh how do you like it like do you miss performing i do yeah i think i do well i think i i don't know i had a weird relationship with performing for the past few years because of some mental health stuff um and some personal stuff so i i don't necessarily miss it but i do miss interacting with people um so i found that like doing it online is re- doing it via my social media is really, really rewarding. It's that's fun. But then I miss, I want to get good at stand up again because I yeah. feel like I, my stand up performance declined a bit. When's the last time you so did I, it live? I do really want to get back up on stage. Oof. Um, zoom gigs don't count, right? No. <laughs> oh, how dare you even ask that? <laughs> You have not left your apartment in a month, I can tell. <laughs> Zoom gigs count, right? No, they don't. <laughs> I did one for like a Google style company when the uh, pandemic first started. And it was a lot. It was like, oh. it was, I remember talking to Daniel about it. And I was like, dude, do I just, he's like, dude, throw them an insane number. And they, and they, they took it. And I'm telling you, it was the, it was like PTSD tax. Like, like PTSD it, 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 it was, and I, I figured out why because I talked to Jamali about it afterwards. Like I was having moral uh-huh. like issues with it, just about how bad I felt afterwards. It wasn't, oh. it wasn't bad, but dude, they wanted like the Deer Hunter hour, like the my last Edinburgh hour. Oh, I didn't like wine, but that that's what I would I did for him. But Jamali, yeah. when Jamali yeah. does it, he's like, dude, I just make fun of everybody in the room, and I was like, oh, I yeah. <laughs> you you talk about like you're working on your mental health. Is that is that like a, a new path you've been kind of looking towards, or is it just because? You're- <laughs> on me because you're Swedish and have good health care and I don't uh, uh, both uh, no <laughs> it's been um, it's weird it's like well basically I was in uh, I was I've, I've just kind of had a reckoning with myself and my my uh, I guess my inner stuff because I so something that when I was 24 I moved to London and I got into a friendship that turned out to be like emotionally abusive. Yeah. And then that ended in like 2015. And ever since then, I just, I did not know what I had been through. I didn't know that I was like, that that happened. Mm -hmm. And then um, I just been trying to like, just, it just felt like drowning basically. Um, And just trying to stay above water. And then last year, I think starting the podcast and, um, doing race to meet you. And also because through the podcast, I've had to sort of face my own internalized, I guess, shame about being Asian and okay. kind of conquering that. And then can you break um, that down a little bit more? Cause as the majority yeah. stakeholder in this world, um, I don't, what are you saying <laughs> in terms of the shame of being Asian? I, I, I'm, I'm asking honestly. So, yeah, because I was like, is Max making fun of me now? Is no. he? No. Um, so basically when you grow up in, and that's also something that I feel as like a POC or like as a as a person of color, as like somebody who is a minority and growing up in like the West in a predominantly white country like mm-hmm. Sweden. Um, and also Sweden being a country that hasn't necessarily faced their own kind of institutionalized racism and discrimination. Um, you grew up with um when i grew up here i felt like i wasn't part of sweden i felt very othered and also just geographically sweden's really segregated and i grew up in 
uh, I grew up in a part of my hometown, which is um, uh, super, uh, which is just like immigrants. Only immigrants live there. And it's something like, I think uh, that's kind of the thing in Europe, like uh, in France as well, like all of the immigrant population, usually they're in the suburbs because that's where they started to build housing to accommodate like the influx of of refugees and immigrants coming but that led to like natural segregation so um i always felt like i never really connected with uh swedish culture and stuff like that and also like there was no representation around and there was a lot of like racism against chinese people isn't really considered racism it's just considered kind of like jokes or you know like if you make a chinese joke um people don't necessarily think that that's racist and so in Sweden, especially, there was a lot of that just from other people and then in media and stuff. And so growing up as a Chinese person, I felt ashamed of being Chinese. And then that's what's that you internalize that. And uh, I also felt ashamed of my parents. I didn't necessarily want to be associated with Chinese culture. Um, I just wanted to be white or I wanted to be Western basically. Mm-hmm. And so when you grew up with that, but it's like such a big part of you, because literally I can't escape the fact that I am Chinese. I look Chinese. So you grow up with a shame. And so you end up like, you know, just hating a big part of yourself or feeling ashamed of it. Um, and then, you know, as like, just kind of being an adult, you start unpacking all of these things. Um. And then when I started doing the podcast with Nigel, because Nigel Ung, he's a Malaysian comedian. He was born and raised in Asia and he moved to um, the UK and he was also in America, but he moved there as an adult. So he has grown up in Asia and he is proudly Asian. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he is, he just is who he is because there was never this thing about being Asian there. He was just a person. Um, And so when we started doing the podcast, like our perspectives kind of informed and clashed and we started like understanding each other and understanding that, wow, you have a totally different experience of being Asian than what I have. And so um, just doing that and through conversations with him and also conversations with all the guests we had, um, it was just like, oh, I need to face this thing that I've been carrying around because um, it's denying such a big part of myself. And yeah. I think that that's like a big part of why maybe I, I'm not fully realized or fully maybe comfortable with myself. Um, and so that was the start. And then uh, the narcissistic abuse and stuff. Um, that's just something that I discovered like last year. I, I I realized that that was what I went through because I knew that I'd gone through something with this person that wasn't okay. But um, because she was basically gaslighting me and everything. And when you're gaslit, you're, um, you just don't know what reality is. And you think that you're being overly sensitive and you, because it's such subtle things that, that you're getting exposed to. And so you you feel when you 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 don't even know how to talk about it because you think that people are going to think that you're being overly sensitive or you're being um, hysterical. Um, but then I uh, 
I came across the the term or the diagnosis narcissistic personality disorder and started reading about that and and watching stuff about that and uh, realized that, oh, that's what's happened and that's what I've gone through and all of these things that the that I'm reading about is like so accurate for my situation. And so just putting um, getting the vocabulary and putting like finally contextualizing what I went through meant that I could finally kind of move on from it uh, and start to <laughs> start to heal Maxwell. <laughs> so are but then the, in therapy, no, keep going. Sorry. Oh, no, no. I, I, well, uh, then I just realized as well, I'm like, oh, I think I'm this receptive to it because I have, I have it in my family. Basically I have it in my extended family and it's very common. So yeah. Are, so <laughs> therapy that, that you're finding, are, is it giving you tools to deal with these, like like coping skills? Yes. Um, so I am, I'm working with a therapist. She's not specifically um, – she's more of like a counselor kind of thing. And we talk about uh, – with her, I talk a lot about um, body image and being like a woman of color and stuff because she's a woman of color as well. So I think that's her speciality. Um, and we're talking about like decolonizing your body. It's like, it's just like when you, when you say this out loud, you sound almost ridiculous, but, um, it's so interesting. And so, but with, uh, the narcissistic, with narcissistic personality disorder stuff, I've watched, uh, this is going to sound even worse, but I've watched videos on YouTube by there's a, a psychologist there called, uh, Dr. Romani. Um, I, I don't know her last name, but she is a, she specializes in narcissistic personality disorder. And so she's just made videos on YouTube to kind of inform everybody because apparently it's super, super common, but it's not identified because people don't understand it. And it's like, people don't talk about it. And there are not a lot of, I think, maybe psychologists who, who uh, specialize in it and stuff. So yeah. Uh, does that prepare you for like future relationships? Like when you meet people, you're like, you're looking out for red flags. So I think it's both good and bad because it definitely um, makes you look for things. But then I think I, I'm trying to be careful to not go the other way where it's like, I'm, I'm looking for it. And then like, assume that everybody is, or, you know, like something that people do, like, for instance, now, like I'm, I was sort of chatting with this dude and I was like, okay, what's his, what's his, like, what's the catch here? Yeah. Because I'm like, he can't, he can't possibly be attracted to me. Like he can't possibly be. So what's the catch? Like, is he a narcissist? Like, you know, so it's like, so I think I need to be careful with going the other way, which is like, yeah. Um, thinking if, that everybody is one. Yeah. Um, if you train to be a hammer, not everything's a nail, like that style thing. Exactly. That's how yeah, like yeah. my racist yeah. uncle would say it. <laughs> is that so what a wise I, racist uncle i know it's the <laughs> wise racist uncle that's a good podcast you can use it you can make that one thank you what are you saying so are you noticing like so are you taking this time obviously it seems like they call it the covid pivot whatever though to like flourish versus like rot so you're got this oh. podcast going a lot of people are rotting a lot of people are dude I'll go have like a COVID beer, which you call her, like with someone around here, like a comic uh -huh. that you might know. And motherfuckers are grabbing at straws. Like it's sad. <laughs> you, you know, he's like, 
Like, I know this one dude I climb, uh, a guy that I climb with, man, he is like not doing well. Like, like him and his really? girlfriend, they're just going to like ride it out, you know, like inside their place. And like when they go outside, like they don't, it's like, it reminds me of, like my friends who just got a prison or something. Like they won't sit with their back, you know, that's not against the oh, wall. Oh, yeah. Kind of going yeah, like yeah, yeah. this. Like, it's not normal, but you have kind of, you've not kind of, you've done it. You've like rolled with it. You're working on your mental health um and then you're also doing that too are you getting a lot of people like fans of yours that are reaching out and like appreciating you talking about the mental health uh, yeah, yeah yeah like that's so weird that you would um know that or, or maybe it's not but like uh yeah, yeah 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 a lot of people reaching out and being like and really appreciating it and uh, especially because i we have like a majority asian kind of uh demographic yeah. and mental Same. health is not yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hope I bring the Asian demographic to your podcast, Max. I, I hope so. Happy to have It's just great. <laughs> Please rename it then to White Racist Uncle. <laughs> Weiss, no, Weiss wise Weiss Racist Uncle. <laughs> or okay, I like it. But what, so no, I just noticed that like these vessels of tools and like, I took a long time off of podcasting and like even coming back, it seems like, mm. you know, I think I stopped in 2018 with just the audio one, but now I get like a lot of direct messages that people were, um, oh. maybe it's also too, I never did one on video like my own before, but I'm noticing a lot of people and it's not always nice. <laughs> like, Ooh, what's the worst thing you've gotten? I mean, that, that isn't going to bum you out by repeating. Have you gotten like some gnarly messages? But, oh well, I've gotten but not that bumps I you got, out. Oh yeah, by saying it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want you. To no, I I think what was it? Well, I I did get a death threat. Um, <gasps> because well, and that's related to it. That's more related to like Nigel and something that he went through publicly. So we're not going to touch that. Okay. Uh, but I've gotten. Um, I got like a guy who sent me emails i've gotten a few actually that sent me emails where they either like criticize my looks or they criticize this guy specifically criticized that i say like too often um and so i was like okay and then i just kind of responded some kind of like funny uh message to him but it's so interesting with that because it's like Nigel, if you look at him he keeps getting like dm slides like he gets like young women who thinks he's hot yeah. who want to bang him and I keep getting like men who either also suffer from depression <laughs> or just want to punch a girl <laughs> or want to punch a girl or want to punch a girl with words and so it's like it's just such such a staggering difference in the type of like messages we get it's yeah. so interesting that sucks <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing smart to say about it, but you want some sweet <laughs> dick in your DM, and instead you're getting people just like, like this. <laughs> Let me read you this poem I wrote. <laughs> it's like, show me that hog instead. That's what you want. <laughs> too strong? Is that too strong? Um, um, what are you doing immediately next? Are you so you're not working on the sitcom anymore, or what's the? I read about the Me and You production company. Is that old? Uh, well, they are. I'm. I'm still working with them, and they're the ones that I pitched the black with. Um, but I. I also have just gotten commissioned for another treatment. Um, so I'm trying to finish that off, and then I, me and my agent are talking about possibilities and stuff. I have an agent in Sweden now, and so we're talking about stuff like that. So it's like a lot of Sweden is still going. So 
uh, acting stuff in Sweden. Yeah. Oh, you guys are um, doing acting? I'm, yeah, yeah. Dang. Just doing some acting, possibly. We got Tom Cruise um, going to Portugal. Yeah. I think that's about it. Or Italy. Was he in Italy? Did you what? See that? No. Yeah, he fucking, he leaked that video of him going off on his staff because they weren't, you, you have to have heard that. No? No. I'll text it to you. No. He goes off. It's funny because people are like, dude, he goes off and it's like a, a leaked audio and he's like, I'm on I'm on the phone with insurance companies every fucking morning trying to save your job. But then someone made a point. They're like, damn, normally when stuff leaks, you say at least one thing wrong, but everything he yeah. says is like 100% right and virtuous. So he probably <laughs> staged it. He is a good actor. Uh, but <laughs> He is a very good actor. Yeah. Great actor. What's COVID like in Sweden? We'll get out of here soon. I know you got shit to do. Let me just, uh, I actually don't, but uh, let me just plug in my power cord. Okay. Oh, it's freezing up. We had technical difficulties, and uh, apparently the internet in Sweden isn't that good uh, right now. Um, we're going to end it right there. Uh, Evelyn, thank you so much for doing the episode. I'm going to put a link to all of her things right there. Uh, please support her and uh, everything her, uh, everything her, everything she's doing. Um, check out Rice to Meet You Pod, and then uh, at Evelyn Mock on Instagram and Twitter and everything. Um, and I'll put more info on there. Thanks so much for listening, and uh, really appreciate you guys. Have a good day. I guess I'll just call it Max White Presents. Max White!